A year ago, we watched on as floodwaters devastated parts of Queensland and the New South Wales Northern Rivers. While there's still so much to do to help communities recover, Cathy Van Exel reports there are green shoots emerging. In a car park opposite the Koori Mail newspaper building in Lismore CBD, volunteers are packing up the community kitchen that sprang up after the floods. At its peak, it provided thousands of meals a day. Koori Mail General Manager Naomi Moran is disappointed council issued an order for the kitchen to vacate the site. So how many meals were coming out in the end? About up to 700 meals a day still. It wasn't just people coming in and picking up a meal. We were doing home deliveries to people who still hadn't had electricity, didn't you know, have any facilities to cook, uh, lost their cars in the flood so they're living out of town. Naomi Moran's now focusing on the next phase. Over the past year, Koori Mail has raised $1.3 million, distributing it to hundreds of Bundjalung families and Aboriginal organisations impacted by the flood. The work certainly doesn't stop here for us, and I think, you know, we've certainly proven that we're not just a newspaper. It's a really great example of how blackfellas and whitefellas can work together as well because we had these amazing relationships between Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people here on the ground that just want to get the job done. But she says there's been poor government engagement over the past year with the flood-impacted Indigenous community. Anything that happens in this nation, whether it's a tragedy or crisis or a major issue that's affecting society, there's certainly an Aboriginal lens that needs to be considered because we're living on communities that have been purposely placed on the outskirts of town and that's the history since colonisation. So how do we go, right, we need to have a conversation with these bodies and these corporations and these governments at all levels to understand whatever plans and strategies they're putting in place, what does that mean for blackfellas? A block away is a cafe owned by Mayor Steve Krieg and his wife. When the flood hit, they lost both their home and business. They finally moved back in and reopened the cafe last October. The mayor takes me on a guided tour of the CBD. We'll walk down the arcade if yeah. you like. This is a really good indication. I know uh, we're on radio, but 12 months ago, every shop in this arcade was full. The owners have done an amazing job restoring it, bringing it back to its heritage characteristics. But you'll notice that occupancy in, in the arcades here are, are pretty limited. It's still a long way from being what I would call up and running. We've got probably about 30% occupancy at the moment, even though it certainly looks a lot better than what it did in March, there's still a, a hell of a long way to go. Psychologically, it must be really important for the community, though, to see that things are starting to return. Oh, definitely, you know, and, and you can come into our CBD and, and get everything that you need. There are are really positive signs and in another 12 months time you'll come back and Lismore will be different and, and better again. The scale of the disaster means the council is relegated to a supporting role for federal and state responses but there's a massive amount of work it has to do. We've got 1200 kilometres of road network, 900 kilometres of that was directly impacted and damaged by the floodwaters. We've got a hundred million dollars worth of infrastructure. The Mayor's optimistic about the city's future. I think we'll look back in 10 years and see how far we've come and hopefully say we've done a really good job. On the outskirts of Lismore, dairy farmer Paul Weir is also rebuilding after the flood. His heartbreak made national headlines 
after he watched half his herd being swept away. We jump into the farm ute and head down to his surviving herd. So we've done about six kilometres of fencing ourselves. As well as fencing repairs, Paul's slowly rebuilding his herd numbers after losing 130 cows. Yeah, we're getting close. We were actually down about a million litres last year. It's about $820,000 basically uh, in lost income. Milk volumes around the district were certainly down, you know, 15 sort of percent last year. I'm not going to lie, like it's, it has been hard. To me, the tragedy of the Lismore floods wasn't the water. It, w it was actually the psychological damage that it's done. I'm still optimistic that the deer industry in particular, uh, the future looks good and so yeah we've been more than happy to, to rebuild. While thousands in the Northern Rivers region remain in limbo 12 months after the disaster, there are green shoots. Hey. come in. Nice to see Shop. you again. Yeah, you too, come in. Hi Lucy. You know what? I saw you a year ago. In North Lismore, I catch up with single mum and nurse Emma Horner and her seven-year-old daughter Lucy. So when I came to visit you, you'd just got the caravan yeah, and yeah. you and Lucy, I think you'd spent your first night. Yeah, we had. I think we probably had that for maybe three or four months, I think. We had to wait for power because we only had the two PowerPoints so, and we didn't have any hot water. Emma and Lucy fully moved back in the house in June. Inside, it's rudimentary, but warm and secure. What did you think about living in the caravan? It was really small and it was really nice. Then we started getting settled back into our house. Then we got hot water, power, a TV. Tell me about school. How's that going? It's very good. We are learning about feelings. If it's happy, sad, angry and scared, well, that's a really good thing to learn, isn't it? Yeah. Using her contents insurance payout and savings, Emma is rebuilding. Work's due to start in a month. She's applied under the government's resilience program for a grant to raise the house. But Emma says many in her street are selling up. Neighbours next door have sold two properties or all. This one's on the market and they've sold their one on the corner. The one across the road completely renovated and sold. A couple have just sold across the road from us. There's probably been another two on the market that have already sold. So there's not a lot of people back in our street. <laughs> After a quick costume change and a play on the monkey bars in the garden, Lucy farewells me with one of her few toys rescued from the floodwaters a year ago. Do I remember you had a bunny rabbit? Yes, Snowy. I remember Snowy survived the flood. Yeah, she did. She's so clever and she's still with you. And she's my favourite toy. Oh, goodness, that seven-year-old Lucy Horner. What an adorable kid. With her mum, Emma, they're rebuilding their lives in Lismore after last year's record flood. And that report was by Cathy Van Extel. You're listening to RN Breakfast. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.